Great to be with you here on this Saturday morning, 24 minutes past uh, nine, and uh, Kevin Casey's with us now to go through his best bets at Randwick. Hello, Kev. Yes, good morning to you, Gareth. Yep. Take well, away, it's, um, it's heavy 10, uh, of course, and uh, a 12-metre rail is interesting. Now, our ready reference for uh, this sort of rail is uh, a meeting from a few months ago, April 23, it was just after uh, the carnival. We kept racing at Randwick for some reason. That was a head-scratcher at the time, but it gives us some sort of indicator for today because halfway through that meeting, uh, we had a winner who came from about seven lengths off, clear last, hooked to the outside rail and, and ran past and, and won by five. So things changed then, and the latter part of that meeting, we were hard up against uh, the outside rail, essentially. So you would imagine that... Um, Something similar may happen today. Wide draws probably an advantage today, I would think. Uh, and you don't want to be too far away on the turn. You, it, it, it's fine to, to, to settle back, but you, you don't want to leave your run too late on this sort of going. You want to be looming up within a few lengths on the bend, I think. Uh, best for me today is Conscript in uh, race nine. Uh, horse one is a fan of heavy. That's clear. He's two from two on, on the ground, including last start at this track uh, a fortnight ago where he led you know, several of his wins have come when leading he's got another leader in this race Ferretti who's drawn the only horse drawn outside him and was beaten by a decent horse comes from Swan Hill of course but um, uh, Bill the Boxer uh, has run well since then so it's decent form but I think Conscript uh, with this little claim I think it helps for Tyler Schiller who takes two kilos off and he rode the horse several times last prep including to two wins. Uh, so he doesn't have to lead here. I think this wide draw is um, positive for him. He's now at 1,200 metres for the first time in a while, but it, he's won a couple of races at 1,200. holds no fears at all. Uh, he can be slightly slow away as well, particularly of late, but that's not going to be a disaster here. I think he'll be looming nicely. And He's the horse for me, race nine, number one, conscript. Look, there are several good backups here uh, in terms of uh, best bets. I think race four, number three, Enchanted Heart. She simply likes heavy better than her opposition. I'm pretty comfortable with that. She's out of a group one. She you know, she ran to expectations there. I think she's nicely placed. Race six, number one, Perinaway, is I think has got a great chance to, to win, have last say in that race. Should stalk nicely in that small field. And, and certainly Mitch Beer's horse, Sunrise Ruby, in the last race, 10, number nine. So, Look, I'm feeling sort of halfway confident about the meeting overall. I think at value, really the only horse at proper value is race two, number 10, Brainters in the highway. Uh, senior rider on here, which is positive. And if the horse does what he did at Maria last start, which was settle last and hook to the outside rail, he could run over the top. Um, but as mentioned, you, you don't want to be coming from way, way back. Um, you know, you want to get there sort of on the bend. He's up to this sort of race, I think, but of course they will have to handle what looks a bog, and he's won on heavy nine, uh, but this sort of going is probably still some sort of query. He got put up $41, which was obviously the wrong number for him there, so he's around about 10 bucks now, race two, number 10, Bones is the value. Uh, quality numbers for me, uh, I'm putting in, in the first leg, going with... Uh, one and two. I thought obviously the favourite there is hard to beat, but there's some value. I thought in uh, Poetic Charmer just uh, above. Um, so one and two the first leg, one nine and twelve in the second leg. Just can't leave gold 
trip out of the the quaddy. I'd feel ridiculous if he if he won and uh, he wasn't in a quaddy. Uh, one and three, the only numbers there in the third leg, and we'll finish off with four and nine in the last leg of the quaddy. So it's a twenty four dollars spend. Not going to pay a fortune, but hopefully we hit the mark there. Do you have a winner for us at Mildura Cat? Well, look, I think um, we, we start with a, a fascinating little race. We've got two horses very. Well, I think one's evens and uh, the other one is a dollar ninety in the first race, and we've got uh, you know a good few uh, odds-on chances early in the card. I think the Swan Hill trainers get a look today. I think Austy's got some really good chances, Nathan Hobson as well. So, uh, look, my best of the day at a backable price would be Bannerton, um, who from memory is in the sort of middle of the day, race four. He is, yeah, there he is, race four, number one. $3.10 about him. I think he's poised nicely now. Uh, Neil Farley to ride. I think he's hard to beat there. Race four, number one, Bannerton. All right, then, Kev. Enjoy your day. All right. Good man. Thanks, Gareth. There's Kevin Casey there. Ed Kennett joins us now. The Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. Hello to you, Ed. How are you this morning, G-Man? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. What about you? Um, confident levels? Pretty good, you know. Uh, I like some of the races today at Randwick. Uh, you know, we all talk about when it rains, we get all down and, you know, we can't find many races to bet in, but um, it's not the case today. Um, I just thought there were some better better horses in today. And 12-metre rail sort of makes it, you know, there's no doubt what they're going to do. Um, I did note, though, during the week, Gareth, um, at uh, at the Kensington track, you know, we had the case where they had to get to the outside rail, and uh, I remember watching the second last race, and uh, the horse I was on did get to the outside rail, but it left like one horse, horse or two out, two horse gut to the outside rail, and the winner got right up there. But um, yeah, it'll be one of those cases where when you get out out there first uh, and have momentum, you'll be you'll be winning today. All right, then um, yeah, the right the race. Sorry? Sorry, Matt, I was just going to ask you, what race did, have you picked out for us? Yeah, uh, race four. Um, I'll just uh, put a caveat on it by saying that we backed this horse yesterday. Uh, I've noticed it's shortened a bit now. But uh, and I'm referring to number five, easy single. Um, this race will be led up by prime candidate, uh, easy single, and Catesby, or Catesby will be following it. Um, I don't know which which one of those is going to be second or third, but they'll be there. Um, easy single gets a rider change here. It's going from Ellen Hennessy to William Pike. And Ellen did nothing wrong last start, Gareth. I, I was on a horse that beat Easy single last time called Confit, but it shouldn't have beaten it uh, because Easy single was just in that box seat position that we don't like seeing riders in sometimes because they just can't get out. So Ellen elected to... You know, she saw that the post was looming and she sort of eased across heels, had to give away a length and then was coming strongly at the end. So, um, yeah, it was carrying quite substantial weight there because that was a benchmark 78, Gareth. But here we go into the July sprint and you've got horses up the top like Prime Candidate, Rocketing By, Enchanted Heart. These are all, you know, better rated horses than Easy Singles raced before, but, um, you know, not necessarily going terrifically well. Uh, Rocketing By... Is uh, back with its uh, trainer, David Pfeiffer, again after going away to Matthew Dunn. It's been gelded and had some surgery. 
as I said, prime candidate a lead and enchanted hearts back from running around in the Dane Ripper and the Tats Tiara. But, um, yeah, I, I like this easy single go. It's 52, 52 and a half kilos, William Pike, right up on the speed with the 12 metre rail. Heavy conditions, no problem whatsoever. So, yeah, race four. Five easy single. That'll do us a hundred dollars straight out there on the Mar and Eustace Galloper and Pikey rides. Um, do you have another one for us, Edward, or is this the the play of the day? Back the horse. Uh, sorry, I didn't back the horse, but I notified our guys of a horse to back today in race five at Caulfield. You might want to tell me a bit about this horse, number three, no effort, who's got you know it, it's beautifully into this race, you know, in terms of ratings, but um. It's not a noted 2,400-metre performance. It hasn't been there before. But, I, I, look, I thought if uh, no effort gets to the front, which that won't be a problem, um, it's the last 150 metres I've got some concern about. I certainly wouldn't be taking the price that it is right now, which is around $3.30, punters. But, um, look, I know, Gareth, it's a big if at a mile and a half. You know, it's a huge if, actually. But um, let's just say I've got my monitor on this horse if it gets out to uh, having a four in front of its price, um, I'll start. I'll start consuming a little bit of that. But we can't have a huge bet because it's got that one. Um, I guess um, question mark yeah. associated with it. That being the trip. Had a chat to Gavin Bedgood this morning. Geez, I've got a lot of time for this young trainer. He he's got a wonderful strike rate, yeah. and um, he he's got no doubt that she'll get the 2,400 metres. And he didn't say that she necessarily has to lead. He would be quite happy if he. If she just sits on the back of Rolls, who, who I know he's got the blinkers off, but um, it probably is a chance of fighting the front. No effort just on her back. Uh, our team were tipping Team Water, or Team Water's the three-year-old, but um, he, he'll be winding up, Edward. He'll be winding up, but um, whether it's too late or not, time will tell. But, yeah, no effort. Yeah, well, 20. yeah Team Water's will be way back, you know, and it's got to do that. So, um, yeah, look, it's not a... Not a certainty. If you're looking for the best bet of the day, uh, listeners, it's the first one I gave you in Sydney without question. Edward, you go and dominate. Thank you. Over. There's Edward Kennett there. And Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. These are ratings for the experienced punter who demands supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. So why not join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride? Head to redbellysports.com.au. On AM, FM, digital radio and streaming worldwide, this is the RSN 927 Network. Racing Queensland at Durban at the moment, a heavy eight. The rail's out two and a half metres. Uh, first race at two minutes to 12. Scratchings at that meeting. Race one, put a line through the five, six, 13, 14 and 18. Race two, scratch the one, three and six. Race three, three, nine, 11, 13, 14 and 15. Race four, put a line through the six, love sensation. Race five, the two, six, seven, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. Nineteen's got a start, I should say. Twenty and twenty-one come out. Race six, scratch the two, eleven and twelve. 
Race number seven, put a line through the five, seven, 12. Race number eight, scratch the two, three, four, six, 10, 11, and 16. And in the final race, the one, three, five, seven, eight, 10, 11, and 12 are all out. Host of scratchings at Doombin. Bart Sinclair, thanks to the BRC, joins us now. Bart, how do we back a winner there in Brisbane? And how do you think that this track will play? And what are the weather conditions like? Well, firstly, the weather conditions are good. A little bit of cloud still around. No threat of rain. Forecast is good. Bit of uh, strong breeze. It'll help dry it out. It's just into the heavy range. We had 19 mils for the week, six overnight. Uh, rail out two and a half metres. I think the inside section should be OK. I, I, I think it'll be a level playing field across the track. And, um, yeah, look, there's a, there's a hint that we might go to a seven. So it shows that it's not a, a serious heavy track. It's, it's just in the heavy range. But um, a lot of scratchings, but still a lot of runners. All right, mate, how do we back a winner? Race five. I think number five, uh, proper rogue, he was well beaten at the end by DeLeith last time. It was his first run in six months. As they straightened up, he dashed through on the inside and challenged DeLeith, and then she, under the weight, she had six and a half kilos advantage and race fitness, and, and she drew away and beat him over four lengths. So when you first look at it, you think four lengths, it's a, it's a bit of a margin. But I think he'll take improvement from that. He's got the wet track form. And he's got second up form. So he's got the good draw here. If the inside is okay, and I believe it will be, I think that's a big advantage for a proper rogue race. Five, number five. Go to race six. There's a bit of depth in this race, but number five, Punturi, you had to believe your eyes last time. He was out off the rail at the Sunshine Coast, and that's where you had to be. But he bolted in. He he won by more than three lengths. And if he repeats that run, I think he'll win. And uh, in race seven, I think number 11, Tarak's, Three-year-old meeting older horses. He's only nine days off being a four-year-old. Comes in on a lightweight, and he is a genuine wet tracker. Last time at the Sunshine Coast, he ran really well in the uh, the wing skinnies. He was back and wide, and he, he just really hit the line well. I think he'll settle much closer today, and uh, he, he does look the winner to me. Race seven, number 11. I think he's the best bet of the day. So we've got a bit of a leg up in the quad in Gareth. Like two of the, my best bets are in the leg. So race six, number five, Puntura. I think you've got to put um, number six, Isifar. Last winter, she ran okay in the Roses and the Oaks, and then she had a, a long spell. She's had a few runs back and should be right at a peak now. So I think she's the danger there and uh, eight and zing. So we go five, six, and eight there. Race seven, I think we can get it in two here, 11 Tarex to, to beat uh, number three. Go to race eight. Um, I think Zuma California, number eight, is the best horse in this race. He disappointed. He mixed up his form last campaign, but he put in a couple of boomers, uh, one behind Prince and Boom. And um, I think on his best form now, he's first up here, but he had a trial. It was just a 650-metre splash, but he won by 100 yards. Um, Come tie on today. Uh, I hope he's at his best because I think he'll beat these. I thought eight to beat one legal esprit, also resuming. And um, I thought number 13, Sequoise. Yeah, barrier draws now help a bit. She's into gate 10. She's had one run back from a, a good spell and, and hopefully she's come on from that. Eight, one and 13. And in the last, I think number two, Don't Stop, was a 
game run last time. Had to do a bit of work to race up near the lead. Just peaked the last bit. I, that was his first run in uh, five weeks. So I, I think he'd be fitter today. Two to beat uh, four Ventura Ocean of Big Danger and number nine Enterprise Prince. Two, four and nine in the last leg of the Quaddy Gareth and all roads lead to the Gabba. Big result for the Lions last night, that draw. Yep, now uh, the Lions uh, will get the job done tonight yep. and um, hopefully we'll beat the Suns and cement a top, hopefully a top two spot anyway. That We need the top two, it'd be handy, so we need Melbourne or Geelong to fall in a hole, but being a half win in front of Fremantle now, they've got their master of their own destiny, the Lions. Yep, so go the mighty doggies against um, the Melbourne Football Club this weekend. Good on you, Bart. <laughs> Good on you, so there's Bart Sinclair. So there's a few of our judges keen on Tarex there. Race 7, number 11, could nearly be the standout of the day there. Bart Keen, Nicole Thomas was keen. Gator very keen as well. So you can get around $1.90 for that gallop in Brisbane. In Adelaide, they're racing on the parks track. Soft 5 there, the rail's true. Um, nine race program. Scratchings here in the first, it's clear. Race 2, put a line through the four. Race three is clear. Race four, Hennessy Lad, the two comes out, along with the 16, Holler Help. Race five, scratch the five. Race six, put a line through the seven, Express Master. Race seven, um, Wind Dreamer, the nine, comes out along with the 12, four wins. Race eight, scratch the one and the two, along with the 11. And in the final event, Mingora comes out the four, along with Melmac the seven. Review the eight, and Keysaw the 11, along with the 13, Silver Lining, and the 15, NZ Beer, that I think won at Bordertown yesterday. So those are the scratchings at Morpheville. Nadia Horn, hello to you. Um, how do you how do you like this card regard, regarding your confidence heading into this program? Well, yeah, good morning, Gareth. Well, I don't think it's too bad of a meeting. Huh? We've got a few Victorians that are heading over the border. Look, still fields in some of the races, but you know, there look to be a, a few horses that stand out. All right, then. Where do we start with your better bets? Race five, the seven, Dance the Dubai, comes from over the border and has been going around in much stronger races than this. Look, she's a mare who's four weeks between runs. Her effort last start was solid. She's likely to find the top in this race, and uh, as we know, that's a, a massive asset around this inner track here at Morpherville, and she's got the good enough form to win. So I like Dance to Dubai in race five, number seven. Then in race seven, look, there are quite a few emerging horses here, but I think the three Chicago Storms got a lot of upside. Look, he's the type of horse who just keeps improving every time he goes around. Look, he's got an awkward draw to contend with, but I still feel that we haven't got to the bottom of him. And his effort last time out when he was able to win, there was a lot of merit in the way that he let down over the last little bit in that race at Gawler. So... I think he'll run a bit of a race, Chicago Storm. So in race seven, number three, he's another one of our specials. And the other horse we like comes up in race eight. He didn't have a lot of luck last start, number 10, Kong. He's had the three runs back now, this preparation. He backs up from that luckless performance last week, and there's been really solid market support for him since the markets first went up. Look, he's always promised plenty um, and shown plenty of ability. But he's now starting to put it all together. He's only had nine starts. You look at this race today, it looks to be good speed. That'll suit him. And he's drawn where Jason Holder's got a few options where he's got a bit of room. So I'm just tipping that he'll be able to finish off powerfully like he did last time out where he had some of the best closing sectionals of the meeting. So the three horses we like are race five, the seven, race seven, the three, and race eight, number 10. And our quaddie today will one out the three in the first leg, two, six, three, um, two, three, and six in the second leg, one out the 10 in the third leg, and come home with one, three, five, and six.
Good on you, Nadia. Good luck. Thanks, Gareth. There's Nadia Horn there. So race five, number seven, race seven, number three. And at race eight, number 10, her numbers there in Adelaide. Belmont, um, good race program, good program there. Got nine races. The feature is the listed HG Bolton Sprint, which is race eight on the program. And Pete Anthony joins us now to go through his plays for that meeting. Pete, take it away, mate. Where do we start with your um, betting strategy? Yeah, g'day, Gareth. Look, we are going to start in the feature in race eight, but there has to be a genuine query as to whether or not they actually get that far. The track's already a heavy nine. There's plenty more rain on the way. And look, we saw two weeks ago when they were racing on the track when it started raining towards the latter end of the cart, it really fell apart pretty quickly. So I'm pretty sceptical we'll get there, but we'll start off with uh, race eight, the HG Bolton, looking at the best wet track in the field. You've got Nerodio as favourite. I'm just not only convinced it's as effective over the 1,200. So I was looking to bet around the favourite. The horses I landed on were Spruker and Hot Zed. Both of them seem to map particularly well. At this stage, I'm leaning just slightly more towards Hot Zed. It's just a genuine winner. Tough horse. And I think Gate 4 might be slightly better than Gate 2 for the Spruker, but that's certainly the two I'll be looking to play in that race. So looking to back Hot Zed and save the Spruker. So that's race eight, number five, save number seven. All right, then. you got a special for us in the last... Yeah, just going purely off the fact that Noble Lawrence has recorded some really good figures on wet tracks previously. It has performed well first up. I think last uh, prep off the top of my head around second to secret plan when uh, just not suited whatsoever. And look, uh, the horse coming off no trial, that's not a major concern as that's typically the pattern for it. It's just at the price, $16. It'll keep itself out of trouble given it's got gate 10 and it does get back. So for me, that's just an each way play. But again, look, I'm not, I'm not totally expecting we get there to, to race nine. So it's uh, going to be an interesting day, I'll put it that way. So what number was that race? Nine. Race nine, number seven, yep. Noble Lawrence. Yeah, around $16. Um, so that is an interesting race. Sentimental Heroes in um, first up for Michael Grant and Bob Peters at $4.20, the favourite there. Hopefully it's a magnificent day for you, Peter, and the rain will stays away and we get through that meeting there at Belmont. Good on you, mate. Cheers, Gareth. There's Peter Anthonis there. Um, the Rising Suns text through. Race three, number two, his best um, all day around the country in Adelaide. So that's at Morverville today. So race three, number two, just having a look at that for the Rising Sun. Dominates the, the, the pub sea there in South Melbourne. Um that is Lord Boozer on at $3.50. So race three, number two, and on the SMS as well. A cheerio to Patrick having his birthday today. Good on you, Patrick. Hopefully you're back plenty of winners. Harry White joins me in just a moment to go through the meeting at Mildura and uh, having a look at the track conditions there on day two of its carnival. It's a good four, the rails in uh, the true and... Uh, Let's have a look at the scratchings. Only seven races. The first race put a line through the three. And uh, race two, you can scratch the four. Race three, beforehand, the one comes out. Race number four, put a line through the four. Bruno Stars. Um, I think Peter Volandi's hoping to put a line through Bruno there on uh, Everest Day in Sydney. Um, with Bruno, of course, playing a concert there on um, Everest Day, and Pete's not too happy with the, the New South Wales government for allowing that. Anyway, race five, scratchings are clear. Race six, put a line through the nine, Sir Swayze. And race seven, scratchings are clear. Harry White, hello to you. Morning, Gareth. First leg of the quaddy, you've got Bannerton at 310. 
Moxitation, five fifty. The three, let it rip Reggie at five dollars fifty. Then we go to the five, few and test at three twenty. Charles and the six at six fifty. And a Hubble is at eleven dollars the eight. Uh, what are you doing here in the first league of the quaddy? Well, Benetton and Moxitation come by the same mile race at Donald last start. I think that's the right form line. Benetton third up now, looking for this distance range and has good prior exposure to 2,000 metres. Moxitation doesn't, but gives the impression he'll appreciate the trip. Still an unknown factor. Uh, Fuentes, coming off a last start synthetic maiden win over a similar trip, I think could measure up and prove competitive and looks the likely leader. Outside of those three, maybe Hubble next best. One, two, five, eight. Let's have a look at race five, restricted 58. Another one, Fosty Coffee. Foster Street's a 290 favourite. What happened? The two at $9. Berea, the three at $5. High Delta, the four at $6. Wasabi, the six at 420 here, Harry. Yeah, well, eight runners, Gareth. Um, it's a pretty even race. I still want to put four in the quaddy. I'm with Foster Street. It's been freshened. Didn't beat a runner home first up, but that was in a much stronger race uh, at Swan Hill. Best prior efforts look good enough for this. I expect he does get back in the run, so watch for him late. Barrier strips fitter, second up. Blinkers on. She won second up last prep, albeit in maiden grade. Wasabi hasn't won for a long time and can mix form, but will be forward, so you won't die wondering. And then highway to success looks the other key hope um, has to go into the quaddy. One, three, six, five. Race six, restricted 58, 1,200 metres. Ari is at $4. Turak Warrior at $9. The five, Belly Hammers, the favourite. At $2.80, and then the 7 all TR at $5.50, and then we go down to the 8 Majestic Diva at six fifty here, um, Harry. Oriental ticks plenty of boxes. Third up, back in grade, maps well, offsets weight with a 3-kilo claimer on. One knock might be coming back in trip, um, but best efforts are above this sort of class of race. So at $4.20, I think he's a bet. Cayuga bound, knuckled upon jumping last start, got further back than usual. Forgiving of that, first up maiden win was pretty solid. Race favourite, Mally Hammer. Um, consistent. I just think the back end of 1,200 is a big query. Um, I wouldn't want to be taking the short odds about him. Majestic Diva doesn't win, but has intertwining form with Mally Hammer via a Kerrang run. 2158. Well, the great, great country papers. The Sinrasia Daily 0 to 58 handicap is the final event. Um, over the 1,400 metres, it's a 58 rated race. You've got Better Tomorrow at 8.50. Dance of Thunder, $3. Last Hope, 5.50. All Too Tough at 8.50. Bonjour at $8.50. Big If at $9. And uh, those are the horses under double figures here, Harry. I'm hoping for a bit of value in the last, Gareth. Better tomorrow. Had a quiet jump out leading into the prep. Will appreciate kicking straight off over 1,400. Hit a good patch of form in the middle of his last campaign, and the form lines through those races read pretty well for mine. Dance of Thunder, third up, fitter, back in grade. Just isn't drawn to receive any favours from gate one, likely getting back and buried. Last hope, third up, fitter. He'll go forward like last start, and all too tough. I thought would get an uncontested lead. That's why I want to throw him in the quaddy because he could be in it for a long way. One, two, three, four. All right, your best at Mildura play of the day, quaddy, please. Best, uh, race two, number six, Magic Chloe. You have to take sort of a dollar eighty, but should be winning. Value race seven, number one, better tomorrow. Quaddy, first leg, one, two, five. Second leg, one, three, five, six. Third leg, one, two, five, eight. Last leg, one, two, three, four. Play of the day. Um, we'll go all up race one, number six, into race three, number nine. 
into race three, number nine. So that's race one, number six, into race three, number nine. Do you have a special at Caulfield, Harry? I'm pretty keen uh, on Johnny Sadler's runner in race two, number one, Manhattan Thunder. It was really good on debut with the race shape against him. So I think he can knock off Peter, Mo- Peter Moody's short price favourite. Good on you, Harry. Good luck. Thanks, Gareth. There's Harry White. We'll take a break and we'll come back and preview the Kilmore Trots, Albion Park Trots, and also the Meadows with Georgie Ferugia. Starting your day at the races, Gareth Hall and RSN 927's Race Day. Luke Humphries joins me to preview Kilmore Trots tonight, highlighted by the popular arm Free For All. Um, Hello to you, Luke. I'm looking forward to this car. Where do we start with your best bets? Yeah, g'day, Gareth. Yeah, it is a good card, isn't it, uh, to go along with the top program, of course, coming up in uh, Albion Park in Brisbane tonight. My best was actually uh, Parisian Artiste in race three, number 10, resumed from the spells, had the four trials, has looked very good in all of them, winning all four. Of course, he won his last four starts of last season, um, sat in the death, beating Mufasa Metro at Geelong, had the upside front row battering and won uh, the Wagon Apollo Mile of Bendigo in 155.5 before clean-sweeping the Vic Red Series, including... Uh, sitting in the death for the last mile in the final, clocking 157.1. His last defeat was in the Brutus Crown when he sat in the death. Interesting to see how he goes this prep. Um, he looked very good at the end of last uh, campaign. I think he's got the potential to... I think he's a star. I think he does have the potential to possibly be a superstar. And uh, I thought it was a good price for about the 2.30 fixed odds race. Three, number 10, my best Parisian artiste. Value, a stable mate, Axelair, race five, number two, has already come in. And um, I reckon that was probably because of me, because I backed him um, on Thursday night with the market open, and next minute later he's come down to seven from 15. Um, but anyway, look, I think he'll go close. Looked really good during the Muldura Cup Carnival, winning the Tender Print Series. His trial well beat Torrance Saint in a recent trial. I think if he leads, he's going to give a big sight, race five, number two. And Nerano's also been well backed. Uh, Nerano, race one, number 10, uh, he's been backed into favourite. Very good quality horse. You go back to his Milton Plate run, four back was fantastic, and uh, he's a good quality horse. Wangaratta Cup winner for Blake Jones now on Bartley Narano will go close. The best race three, ten. Value race five, two, and race one, ten. Quarty race five, first leg two, ten, eleven. Uh, so Axelia, uh, Yambuki, and Sicario. Second leg race six, the winter championship. Thought it was a lot more open than what the market gave it credit for. Two, three, four, seven, ten, twelve, thirteen. Third leg race seven, the popular arm, Honolulu Bay, one out, number nine. And the fourth leg race eight, Dizzy G, number two, one out, $21 for the full unit for the Quaddy Garrison. It's a fantastic program, as I say, to go alongside that uh, top meeting coming uh, through from Brisbane tonight. And uh, looking forward to race one at Kilmore at 5.23. Great to catch up with the market mover himself, uh, Luke Humphreys. Good on <laughs> you, Luke. Um, my bets there at Kilmore today, Cosimo, race one, number one each way. I think it's a big price. Agree with Luke, I think. Um, Parisian Artiste is a superstar, should be winning first up. Race six, number two, I think interest free is clearly the best horse in that race in the winner championship. And Honolulu Bay, $1.70, he's probably a little too short, but geez, he's um, exciting. And I think for a place, RC Phoenix, race 10, number one, I don't think he can defeat Cravacci Door, but I think he's got plenty of upside, that young trotter for Chris Finozio. At Albion Park, I th- more I look at this race now, I think Spirit of St. Louis will be winning that Group 1. I think the a horse at a price is the stablemate in Max Shard, about the $41 quote. I think he can run a big race 
and, and Luke McCarthy drives. So you're getting, what, 40 or $51 and $9. That's just ridiculous for Max Shard. And uh, can't find a better man. They'll come for this favourite in leap to fame, but I think can't find a better man will be too strong in uh, um, the derby. And looking forward to seeing... Um, a really good horse and better isolate. He's short at a dollar eighty, but I think he will get the the sprint lane, and I think he's a good thing at that price now. That's uh, race two, number ten. Georgie Ferruja, Group One racing in the Meadows. We get to see the best dog in the land. Well, she's fast. She's at a dollar forty here. Do we just get on um, uh, uh, for her to take out the maturity? Yeah, look, I think as we said, Gareth, I think a lot of people will throw her in multis because she's just she's so dominant. Not only is Box One a great draw for her, but the ground in box two is a bit slow early and likes to use a bit of the track. So she's going to have a lot of room to move, and I think she will obviously just win. The other feature is the fireball, Garrison. I'm just really keen on Jarek Bale. He brings a touch of class. He really had to guts it out last week. So I, I can understand the, the betting because he wasn't the fastest of the heat winners, but uh, I just think he'll get the job done tonight off box eight. Uh, the one that we're keen on, race one, number two, Gareth, the Greyhound called Lady Dior. Um, this is a maiden final. She started, uh, she was well supported in her first couple of starts, and I thought her win was really gutsy last week. Uh, and I think she's just drawn well here tonight, and I think she can get the job done. So, race one, number two. Quaddy numbers, Gareth, for those uh, having a play one, two, three, and six into three, five, and eight into two, three, six, and seven. We come home with number one. Wow, she's fast. Yeah, Lady Dior at $4.20. And um, I highly recommend you watch this Greyhound. She is some athlete. Wow, she's fast. A dollar forty. that race set down for race eight there. Um, they haven't got the time. It's, oh yeah, it's um, at um, eight minutes to nine o'clock. Race eight there, the maturity at group one level. Wow, she's fast. She is transcending the sport. Can't wait to see what she can do tonight. Good on you, Georgie. No worries, mate. Have a good day punting. Yeah.